What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freighter, the club CEO here, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the club app, the number one live streaming app for DJs and partygoers. Today, we have my brother, DJ Banks 214. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? Well, my original name is uh, Ryan Boyd. That's the government name. Um, I go by DJ Banks 214. Some people can drop a 214, just call me Banks. Uh, I'm originally from Magnolia, Arkansas. That's where I was born at, but I was raised in Dallas, Texas. Joined the military. It brought me out here into Los Angeles County, California. So I'm pretty much everywhere from LA to Lancaster, San Diego, Bakersfield. That's pretty much my area, man. Awesome, brother. Super excited to have you on the My DJ Story podcast. And we want to hear your story of your journey as a DJ. So talk us through the beginning days, man. What sparked your interest and why did you become a DJ? Man, to be honest, I never had interest in being a DJ in my entire life. Um, I knew I wanted to do something with music because my cousin, he's he's big in music in the Dallas, Dallas scene. So um, I knew I couldn't rap. I knew I couldn't sing. And the older I got, it just kept itching me. And I actually joined the military. Um, I was in the Air Force. I did six years in the Air Force. Um, and my one of my friends, his name was DJ Lee. He was the one that was like, yeah, bro, I think I want to do the DJ stuff. Um, he never really did it, but when we deployed together, he actually got into it. Uh, started downloading music and whatnot. And I was just there to be his hype, you know, support my friend. You know, that's pretty much all it was. Um, I'm at a gate shack in the middle of the desert uh, over uh, in Southeast Asia. And there's this girl, she was like, man, you play really good music. I just had a Bluetooth speaker. That's it, man. She's like, yeah, you play really good music. You should think about DJ. And I'm like, nah, that ain't for me but they had a couple of DJs over there. And those DJs, they were like, yeah, come on out. We'll show you what's up. We'll show you some stuff. I touched, um, his name was DJ Medi Major. I touched his controller for the first time at a bar out there. And then I fell in love after the first touch. And I, I still have the video of my first touch. And ever since then, it's just, it's been my world. That's dope, bro. You definitely got to share that video so I can share it with the audience, man. man that's a super it. exciting story, man. You fell in love with that as soon as you got introduced. And it's really dope to see that you kind of just hit the ground running and are thriving, man. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, where that, you know, story went from that initial introduction and kind of how you progressed with your journey following from that experience. Okay. So when I uh, got back from that deployment, um, I bought my first controller. It was um, it was the one that I, the iPad can slide in. I forgot what it's called. It was made by Newmark. Um, and I downloaded this app called DJ Pro. It was linked to Spotify. So I just had all my stuff already from Spotify and some other stuff that I tried to download. Uh, came back, man, I literally grinded eight hours minimum a day because I had four weeks off. So for those four weeks, eight hours a day with my guy DJ Lee because he actually got into it as well. Uh, we just kept grinding and grinding, and then we started doing house parties. Um, the house parties were terrible for me because we didn't even have a sound system, and we were DJing off of computer speakers. Uh, so it was pathetic. It, now that I think back on it, you know, but you got to start somewhere. Everybody has to start somewhere. Um, we finally got some speakers and whatnot, and then our first major event, I would say, was the Air Force Ball maybe 500 people, whatever. We went from literally 30 people to 500 like that. And it's more of a corporate style event. 
we didn't even have the right speakers for that. I'll say that again. Again, we 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 dipped, <laughs> but we didn't know. You know, we just thought we were uh, we were doing something. You know, we came in the game, uh, got some money coming, and actually, uh, you interviewed my guy DJ Uncle Dope, and DJ Uncle Dope was kind of guiding me about the business side of DJ at the time. And he was like, man, you should, you should do different. You shouldn't do this. It's not, you know, you need to know your words. You practice a lot. You got the certain equipment, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up doing it for a very low fee, whatever, the Air Force ball. We still rocked it. Somebody else let me borrow their speakers while we were there and it turned out good. And then from there, it jumped to some random bar in LA <laughs> and it's been going since then. Um, we had a little break again due to some military issues and uh, me and DJ Lee ended up separating because he moved back to Houston. But we, me and him, we did a lot of events together and he was pretty much like my my dog, you know. And I met a lot of other DJs while I was doing it. Um, my guy, DJ Shonuff, I don't know if you uh, heard of him just yet, but if not, you will. Uh, he actually came apart, came into part of the group too as well. And we did some dope events out in Lancaster, California. And actually they did some with me in LA as well. So that it, uh, most of the story is military members because that's all I was around, you know. We all shared the same love for music for a while, and then we all just separated, you know. That that's part of the military, you know. You meet good friends, and then we all dip. So uh, I'm still here in Southern California. Like I said, my other guys in Houston, and the other one sadly had to go to North Dakota. So because he's in the military, so it happens. So. Uh, we still connect, we still talk, we still try to better each other. Uh, but that's pretty much that, man. And it's just growing from there. Um, it's been growing every day. Yeah, bro. That's super exciting. And big shout out to DJ Uncle Dope. He was episode 75. So you want to check him out. He is 75. Um, definitely appreciate you sharing this story, man. It's super exciting how you're connecting with all these DJs and building your network and having a great time building friendships in this game, man. What we're going to do is we're going to jump into a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to dive deeper into the nuances of your story to hear you know, about how you were able to navigate and see success with those relationships. Okay. Got you. And we're back with the My DJ Story podcast. I'm here with my brother, DJ Bangs214. And we're super excited to be hearing his story in the game. He spoke about being connected to many other DJs in the military and really doing his thing, building relationships and growing together, um, building friendships with other DJs. So talk to me a little bit about how you're able to build these relationships and kind of the importance of making friends with other DJs. You know, some DJs think they have to do it on their own or um, a one-man army and they try to do everything as a solo rider. And it's like, why not build friendships and build community with other DJs? And just talk to us a little bit about the benefits of doing that. So for me personally, I did try to be a one-man team for the longest. Or you could say a two-man team with me and DJ Lee, but most definitely tried to be a one-man team. But something clicked in my head and I was like, I cannot do it by myself. So um, I ended up reaching out to a lot of the local DJs. Uh, my guy, DJ Waniac, he's like my right-hand man right now. Uh, uh, and he kind of helped me branch out, you know, and I met a bunch of other DJs through him and then some more through those DJs. And we just built, you built the network, you know, when I had that mindset of I can do it on my own, things were not going the way that they should. I was trying to throw my own events. People would show up, but it's not the amount of people. Um, I feel like I wasn't growing as much because, you know, you learn so much from every DJ around you. Everybody has a different style. 
everybody has a different mindset everybody has different equipment so when i actually branched out and seen other things my knowledge grew and from that moment i realized everything that i have i need to share it you know there's younger djs that need to know what i have going on there's older djs that need to know what i have going on i um, tell my team now whether you've been DJing for five minutes or five years, 15 years, it doesn't matter. You can still learn something from somebody. You know, everybody has a different thing. So my, right now, my goal is to grab young DJs and help spread what I know. You know, I'm in the game for, I think, about six years now. Not that long, but um, I've seen a lot of progression in myself in the past three once I started networking with other DJs. And it's really helped me out. So... All you other DJs out there, start networking. Trust me, you can't do it alone. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, brother. No, this is super amazing. It's super important that you stop, you know, thinking that, hey, you know it all and really learn from other people and be open to learning. Because once you stop learning, that's when you stop growing. Because there's exactly. so many new things that you're able to um, add on to what you currently know that will assess you in reaching success in your in your company and your growth as a DJ. And I'm really glad that you're super open-minded to work with other DJs and also help spread, you know, knowledge to other DJs to help them in the game. Because when there's other people that you're helping up, everyone just rises together. It's not yeah. about competition. It's not about, oh, I got to make sure that they stay down so I stay up. That is completely opposite to what will bring you success. So I'm super excited that you understand that and that you're able to help the community and really rise with everyone um, involved, man. You know, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about your branding, DJ Banks 214. You know, how'd you go about getting that name and what does that name and branding mean to you? Uh, okay, so there's a couple of reasons why this name came about. Um, first of them, like I said, I'm from Texas. So uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Kirko Banks. The dude was my favorite rapper at the time frame. You know, I, I could feel what he was talking about, you know? So I was like, well, I can't be DJ Kirk Bangs. That's awkward, you know? So I decided let's do Bangs. And then Bangs, there's a lot more history behind it. I probably shouldn't say a lot. I just say it like that. And the 214, it came maybe a year or so after, or actually a couple years after, because I'm from Dallas, Texas. That's the area code in Dallas, Texas. Shout out to Dallas, Texas, y'all. And then also 214, I, if you were in the military, you would understand uh, this is the exit paperwork that you need to get out. And I was so excited to get out. So I just, why not put 214 in here? The form is called a DD-214, 214. So either ways, I'm representing part of my journey and where I come from at the same time while I'm moving forward, you know? Wow, so, man. That's that, it. That gives it a lot of meaning. And, and we like to hear the story behind the name because the people listening can now really attach that to your branding and really understand, you know, why that name is relevant. And it makes you much more memorable because they understand the story behind it. So thank yeah. you for sharing that. Um, it's really fitting. And I think that you understand where you come from is really something that's going to give you a lot of pride and a lot of um, excitement about going forward and, and improving and building your brand. So thank you and, and, and great, great luck and great job on everything that you're doing, man. You know, I'll, we use this podcast as a way to help other DJs, you know, learn from your journey. Uh, so tell us a couple of things that you think that is super relevant for DJs to know um, that you learned throughout your journey that you wish you knew when you're first getting started. Uh, for one, like we spoke about earlier, you can't do it by yourself. Um, find another DJ, whether y'all are on the same level or not, and talk, practice together, um, download music together, share things together. So that way 
y'all both continue to grow um equipment make sure you have decent equipment you don't have to have the best controller because you can have the little bitty mix track and still rock a crop it's not about the flashy stuff all the time i love flashy stuff but it's not about the flashy stuff it's about what you can do for the crowd if you can turn the crowd up you're good djing is not always about the scratching it's not always about the beat juggling that stuff is great but ultimately you're a disc jockey play for the crowd because the crowd is where you grow at. You can post a scratching video, but most people don't care about scratching, but other DJ, let's be honest. Um, and that, what else I would say, just continue to grow and stay uncomfortable. Um, if you ever get comfortable in a position, this is just, this is to life too. You know, you ever get comfortable, you're stuck. But if you stay uncomfortable, you're going to be awkward. You're going to learn stuff. You're going to take risks. You know, you got all that stuff. You have to do that, man. I had to do it from the start, man, not even knowing how to DJ. So I had to do that for my first event. And then um, it just happened to grow to radio. And I'm on two radio stations now. And I didn't know what to say on the radio. I didn't know how to, you know, say, use my voice. But I listened to other people. Uh, shout out to DJ Prodigy out of San Diego from Misfits Radio. He's the reason that I have the the radio voice that I have today. He'll, he'll deny it, but he's the one that was like, you need to do this. You need to do that. I'm like, cool. I took his advice. And that and it helped me it helped me grow so if you can take advice that's another thing you have to be able to take advice you have to be able to take constructive criticism you have to be ready to fail but you have to have your mind on success at the same time you're going to have bad events don't let it stop you i've had plenty of bad events in my five six years of this but it hasn't stopped me yet and i can still continue to move forward just move forward don't worry about the past anymore that event is over with so that's that's pretty much all I got to say to, to the community, man. Just keep pushing, keep moving forward and strive for the best when it comes to this. And that yeah, that's super great advice, man. And something that's going to help guide you through the rest of your journey and lead you to a lot of success, man. You got to just have that optimism that things are going to work out, work your hardest and build strong networks because it really makes a difference. You never know where your next opportunity is going to come from. And a lot of times it's those people in your network that are going to help you provide and get those opportunities, man. I'd love to hear, you know, where you currently stand in your DJ career. Are you hobbyist, full-time, part-time, or, you know, where do you see yourself currently as a DJ and kind of what's the plan for the future? Right now, I would say I'm in between full-time and part-time, if that's a position, you know, but, um, Every single Wednesday, I'm on uh, online radio from Misfits Radio. Thursday, I'm on 100.9 The Heat uh, FM, which is also on um, online and through the Alexa app. Friday, I'm there as well. Saturday night soon, I'm going to be taking over that as well with my guy DJ Waniac. He's with all three of those. Um, Tuesdays, I make mixes. <laughs> so pretty much, I'm already, I'm, every day of the week, I'm pretty much DJing. Fridays, I'm at bars and clubs, Saturdays, I have private events during the day, and then at night, I'm uh, doing something else. Sundays, we have brunch events coming out, um, car shows, and it's so much. Uh, I, I can't stop working. Uh, <laughs> my family probably doesn't like it, <laughs> but I'm always working. I'm still pursuing my dreams no matter what, and I'm, I'm going to keep grinding, just like I tell everybody else. Stay busy and stay uncomfortable. That's great, brother. And I'm super excited for you. I'm here to help um, with the club and what we're building to help DJs make more money while they're building their brand. So I would love to hear, you know, 
how did you go about getting all these different opportunities? You know, some DJs, that's their struggle. Like, okay, they, they work so hard, they practically got the skill set, but they don't know the business aspect of DJing. So how were you able to go about getting all these opportunities, whether it's the, the radio shows, whether it's the parties or the, the nightclubs or just anything that you were doing, you know, how are you getting these opportunities and building these opportunities for yourself? Ultimately for me, it's the network. Um, uh, the network and the knowledge kind of put it together. Uh, like I said earlier, Uncle Dope, he's the one that uh, kind of helped me with the business side, contracts and all that. So he also taught me to know my worth and push myself. So uh, big shout out to him for that. And then, like I said, the networking side, I linked up with DJ Waniac and he, you need to meet this person, that person, that person. And we just kept linking. And I was like, you need to meet this person, that person, that person. I like to have a circle that is continuously growing with with good people though you know and we can boot the other people out if necessary um so that's pretty much it bro i just network keep grinding and i showcase my skill when necessary you know um once i get the opportunity whether i'm opening for somebody another dj or whether like i said my first time on radio i have to change I changed from Ryan to Bangs in a heartbeat, you know? So I, I have to show out every event, whether it's one people, one person, or a thousand people, you must show out, you must do your best. Somebody's always watching you. I didn't know that at first. Now I know that. And I hope y'all understand that somebody is watching you. You never know who it is. It can be this just a basic DJ, but that basic DJ may know top dogs somewhere, you know? So just show out at all times, no matter where you're at. Even if you're at home on Facebook Live, show out, man, because you don't know who is watching. Yeah, man, you never know where your next opportunity is going to come from. So always show out, do your exactly. best at all time. And whether there's a crowd of one or a crowd of a million, you always have to do your best. It's super important, man. You know, one thing you spoke about a lot is the importance of networking, networking, networking networking um so give us some insight on how those networking opportunities go about like what do people do when they get in the conversation with someone like how do you go about it because some djs they might start networking but they just don't know what to do next so like how do you kind of go about these conversations and what should djs do while they're networking to make the most out of it and really help their career um with with the networking opportunity that they do i would say I would go off of these three words, networking, branding, and respect. Um, as far as the networking, obviously you, you find somebody, you, you, you know, they're a DJ promoter or whatever you talk to them, let them know who you are. If you have some proof of what you've done in the past, show the proof, talk to them. I can do this. If not, just let them know. If you give me the opportunity, I can do this. Uh, don't always expect to be the hottest DJ at one time. You know, sometimes you have to take the, opening shift uh the early bird like you might have to dj for 20 minutes you know and you're building loyalty with the with somebody that's out there you know uh people don't understand that people in the industry are humans first they have feelings they have emotions uh if you are able to read people you'll be able to understand if that person's willing to help you or not just based off of how they talk you'll have a promoter saying um yeah, yeah, I got you. But does he really have you? You know, there's a lot of stuff like that that you have to do. I, I think more on the personal side, you need to know how to read people. 
or learn how to read people because emotions are everything when it comes to this. Uh, as far as the branding, wear your stuff. You know, I wear my stuff at all times now. Uh, find a local person that makes shirts, small business, support them, and they may support you as well. Put your business cards out there. Um, promote yourself. Nobody else is going to do it. Your own family probably may not do it. You know, if you got the family to support you, that's great. But I didn't have the friends and family to support me at one point until they knew what I could do, you know, until now they see everything that's going on. So yeah, that, I like that last point, man. And it's super important that you stay consistent. And in the beginning, you might get people that don't understand what you're doing. But if you stay consistent and you keep on going, uh, people are eventually going to catch on. They're going to want to see you succeed because you showed them that you're seriously invested into winning and everyone likes to be a part of a winning team. So show right. you that you're going to win um, and eventually people will come on board and want to support you um, as long as you're a good person and you treat everyone with respect. I think that that respect is going to come back to you and you to build, build your brand and, and your career that way. Um, thank you, man, for all these insights and dropping all these gems for people. It's super important to hear your story um, and your story helps other people in their journey. You know, how can myself, the club or community help and support you in some of the things that you're currently doing now? Help me push and I help you push. It's one of those things. Uh, like I said, I, I believe in a circle and uh, I most definitely believe in what you're doing. You know, you're, you're putting the focus on DJs instead of everybody else you know and that's great uh because djs are the heart and soul of everything there's not a club without a dj you know music doesn't blow without a dj you know so focusing on the dj is a great thing and honestly what you're doing man is just great and i would love to be a part of that i have other djs that would love to be a part of something like this i was actually having a conversation with my team on wednesday night the other day it was four of us and we just we're about us. We're about the DJs. You know, I love promoters. Cool. Be a promoter. Do what you got to do. But DJs are the heart and soul of everything. This app will be able to, I guarantee, I, I just got a, got that feeling in my heart. That this app is going to blow because there's so many of us DJs out there that's ready to work, you know, and I feel like every DJ should hop on the opportunity to invest or even just promote this app because it's for them. You know, it's for you. So why would you not want to be able to promote yourself by promoting somebody else, which is this app, you know? So every DJ out there, if you're looking at this and listening, please, please promote yourself from the end of club out. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Hey, I really appreciate that plug, man. It's only from the support of DJs like yourself that I've able to make it this far with this company. And it's the DJs that I see so much opportunity in that the industry and everyone has kind of not noticed that I've seen the opportunity to help and build a business around such a strong community with touch points in everywhere across the world and with so much influence in this nightlife and entertainment space and music. And I'm like, why not serve this community? And if yeah. you have a service mindset, and you're able to help solve problems for people, that's when you win. And that's what I'm doing with the club. And that's what all DJs are doing with their music and their craft. So let's all work together and help and support one another. And that's how we win in business and entertainment and just in your life. So thank you, brother, for that, man. That's super amazing for you to say those kind of words. And yeah, I'm here for you. I'm here for everyone that needs help. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to support one another and we're all going to rise. At this time, we're going to jump into the lightning round. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. What you got for me? Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Hardware. 
I would say it's great, but still can improve. Uh, you know, I have some good stuff. Uh, as far as turntables, I have pretty much everything you can think of from the Range 72 to the Pioneer S11, the S9, uh, Pioneer SZ2. I literally have everything in this DJ room that I'm in right now. Uh, I even have branded my stuff as well to have my logo on everything. So I would say as far as turntables, mixers, great. My sound system is good. Uh, you know, I most definitely would like to grow with that, you know. Uh, software, I'm, I use Serato, so I love Serato, you know, and I have millions of songs already. So <laughs> I would say software-wise is a, is A+. Serato is very dope, very dope. Who's your favorite DJ? Man, uh, it floats around a lot. Uh, ultimately, I would always say Jazzy Jeff just because his, his energy is amazing. Uh, some of the things that he does behind those turntables which is great man I watch his uh, his live streams that he does and his, he just brings a certain type of energy and it's just dope I can't really say much Jazzy Jeff is pretty much my top dog but there's a bunch of other DJs that I like to shout out like Kid Capri uh, man the list goes on and on you know that the list goes on and on what has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at and why man that's a tough one. <laughs> um, I don't know. Let's just say the bar that I'm at right now is uh, in Santa Cruz. It's called Drifters. Um, it's fun, man. It's uh, it gets packed out. It's a diverse crowd. Uh, I don't have a promoter in my ear. Um, any event that I don't have anybody in my ear and they let me run the show and let me control the energy of the crowd that I, which I normally do, regardless of whether you're there or not. That's the event that I need and the events that I need to be at. Just let me do my job. I don't need an MC all the time, but the MCs are cool. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to make people have fun. So I almost definitely say right now, this, this bar that I'm at every single Friday, um, it's just good, good energy, good spirits, you know? And that's that. Name the best place to party in your city. In my city? Oh man, uh, I'm a floater. Remember that? So, uh, in the Antelope Valley, where I live at, uh, Cold Crush, Lancaster. Um, it's, it's a big spot. Uh, we just got on to working over there. We had a show last night. Um, packed house. We're going to have more. We're going to do artist booking through myself. Uh, that's something I'm trying to get into, booking artists and being able to DJ for them and bring their crowds as well. Um, when I'm in Roseman, California, it's most definitely Five Kings Hookah Lounge. Uh, when I'm in San Diego, it floats around wherever my team is, obviously. So as far as location, I can't give you locations for every single city. But wherever my team is or any DJ that I network with, I guarantee you that's that's my place to be. What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? Copyrights. Copyrights is a big thing. Um, as far as Facebook and Instagram, uh, I don't know what it is. It seems like every time I get on there, they kick me off. Uh, and I also feel like uh, the knowledge of live streams should be spread out between DJs more. Uh, live streams is a dope way for you to, to entertain your crowd, people that you know, especially through Facebook and Instagram, but then you have Twitch and all the other things as well. So if we could just figure out a way to get past those copyrights, 
the legal way, of course, then I think that would be like the best thing we could ever do for live streams. And shout out to DJs that you know personally whose stories also need to be shared on this podcast. Oh man, uh, my guy DJ Lee out of Houston, uh, DJ Shownuff out of uh, North Dakota, DJ Waniac out of Lancaster, California. He's out here with me. Uh, DJ DP3 is an up and coming DJ that uh, has been training with myself. Uh, he's out here, but he's actually about to be moving to the DC area. Uh, DJ 4G, he's a DJ out of Long Beach, just out here with me as well. He's part of the team. Ah, uh, man, there's so many DJs. Uh, DJ Craig EC, he's the program director at 100.9 The Heat, the station that I'm involved with. Uh, DJ Prodigy, he's the owner and program director at Misfits Radio San Diego. He's dope as well. Uh, DJ Crazy K out of Lancaster. Uh, you already did my guy, Uncle Dope. Um, man, uh, DJ Damian LV out of Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona, excuse me. He's dope as well. Uh, if you want me to keep listening, I can. There's so many of them out there. <laughs> hey, we look forward to hearing their stories, brother. And any DJ that wants to sign up, they can do so at DJSignup.com. And brother, where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events? Ah, man. So online, you can find me at DJ Bangs 214, DJ B-A-N-G-Z 214 on Facebook, Instagram. I might have a MySpace, I think. Um, I have a SoundCloud. I took everything off of it just so I can put new fresh stuff out there. You can find me on 100.9 The Heat on Thursday nights and Friday nights at 6 o'clock right now, 6 p.m. That's West Coast time um, doing the mix at 6 uh, Wednesday night, every single Wednesday night, 8 p.m. West Coast time. Uh, you'll see me on Misfits Radio online. Uh, just go to misfitsradio.com. You'll see me there. Uh, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, you'll see me floating around somewhere in L.A. Just tune into my Instagrams and my Facebook posts and you'll see everything that I have going on. I'm a floater. Um, I have residencies, but I like to float as well so I can gain knowledge and and be in front of more people, you know. So you can find me everywhere. <laughs> Just Google me. You'll see me. <laughs> awesome, brother. Hey, it was amazing speaking to you here on the My DJ Story podcast. We learned a lot from your story. Remember, everyone, network, 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 and make sure that you practice and respect your craft. And DJ Brangs 214, please, everyone, please follow my brother and stay in tune with everything that he's doing. Um, he's really doing an amazing job. We want to follow you and continue to work with you in your journey. And we look forward to seeing you in the club. Yes, sir. In the club out. Make sure y'all get it. Thank you for listening to the My DJ Story podcast. If you haven't already, please join our community by downloading the club app for free in the Google Play and App Store today. While you're there, do us a huge favor by giving us a five-star rating and shoot us a message on Instagram telling us you did. I'd love to send you a free My DJ Story Podcast t-shirt as a token of our appreciation. Thank you so much, and we look forward to seeing you in the club.